your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. Robin Leonard with a rare shootout win. Evgeny Dodonov beats analytics and scores another game winner. In addition to the VGK roster, the Golden Knights get an early start on the four-game road swing. Plus, we will take a look at the long month ahead. It's all coming up on this Monday edition of the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. Hi again, everyone. I am Tony Cardasco. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Dasco. That's D-A-S-C-O. And you can find me everywhere here in the Las Vegas sports landscape. It's great to be with you all season long as VGK tries to make it back to the NHL Final Four. And thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. So I want to start off today by talking about the Panda. Robin Leonard and his rare shootout win, his victory on Friday night, as the Golden Knights now lengthen the win streak to three games after starting off at one and four. I believe Leonard had a shootout win in San Jose last season, but he is something now like 11 and 25, 11 and 25 in shootouts. Not the best as those numbers bear. In fact, in fact, I believe he is still among the worst in the NHL against the shootout. And we thought that the Golden Knights were going to get knocked out early in the shootout round on Friday night. We're watching the game, first of all, at a local pub here in Las Vegas. And the, the kind that, you know, sounds the goal horn when VGK puts the puck in net. And so there were four early horns. People were having a good time. They were having a, an exciting time. And the wing team was the Golden Knights at that point. They led 4-1 to one at one juncture on the goals by Riley Smith. Uh, Nick Haig, he's playing really well of late. Uh, and he had a two-point game. Chandler Stevenson and William Carrier. Uh, but we saw a resilient Anaheim Ducks team, one that took advantage perhaps of some third-period VGK fatigue. Uh, We told you that this could happen on Friday's show, the third game in four days for the Golden Knights. And the Ducks, I think they really have a really bright future. And the the puck's just not rolling in their direction, and they rallied to tie the score. Uh, They don't have puck luck, let's face it. I mean, they lost, uh, what, three, four, three games uh, last week coming into Las Vegas, and then they lose 5-4 to four, uh, to the Golden Knights. Uh, the Ducks rallied to tie the score. Uh, they tied the score at 4. They forced overtime. And then Robin Leonard came to the rescue, however, and in the overtime period, Leonard made four saves in OT, and he only allowed the opening shot by Trevor Zegris, who's going to be a superstar in this league, to get by in the shootout period. You know, Leonard has that long history of struggling in shootouts. Leonard is a solid goaltender, but he has not performed well in shootouts. The the early part of the game, by the way, I I thought was heading in the same direction as 
last March's victory by the Golden Knights in which Robin Leonard stopped all 16 shots he faced. The Golden Knights won 4-0, and the game was headed in that direction. But then this Golden Knights team just they lost their legs, and it was bound to happen, especially with the back-to-back and three games and four nights, really difficult uh, for the Golden Knights, but they come out of it with a total of six points. And so at one point in shootouts, back to Leonard, at one point in shootouts, Leonard was 104th out of 104 goaltenders in shootout save percentage. He was dead last. And in the past, Robin Leonard has only saved 50% of the shootout attempts. I just can't figure out why he's been able to stop consistently uh, a lot of the shootouts, uh, a lot of the breakaways when, you know, he can't stop the shootout, I should say. Maybe all those defensive lapses early on by VGK, you know, the ones where he was complaining, the several odd man rushes. Leonard had to stop all those high danger chances, breakaways. Maybe all of that prepared Robin Leonard for stopping the shootout attempts. Maybe that's what happened. But uh, I remember Leonard was once quoted as saying, it has nothing to do with stopping breakaways. The shootout is a much different game. It's a much different game. And uh, Leonard had the lowest shootout save percentage in the league at one time. But he really stepped up. So after he allowed Trevor Zegras to beat him on the first attempt, then we saw him stop Kevin Shattenkirk and Troy Terry uh, in, in succession. And uh, it was still one nothing. And then uh, Nick Waugh Nick uh, ties up uh, the game with the shootout on the VGK last attempt, the third attempt. It was really clutch. And then that set the stage for Evgeny Dadanov uh, to score the game winner. We'll talk more about him and what he's doing with this franchise of late. Uh, so Evgeny Dadanov scores the winner in the fourth shootout round. And another thing that kind of struck me the other night uh, that we don't really talk about often is Robin Leonard is such a massive goaltender. He's the prototypical goaltender of today in the National Hockey League. But he is 6'4 and weighs 240-ish pounds, 240-ish pounds. And we noticed that perhaps some fatigue, and you couple that with his big built and goalie pads and all that, and at times it is hard for Leonard to get back on his skates. So in, in the third period, just you know, one play that comes to mind in between all those goal horns, five of them. In the third period, there was a shot. It was a barrage, a sequence in which everyone in said pub was yelling for Leonard to get back up on his skates quickly. He went down, and he just could not get back up. He must have been exhausted at that point. But he sort of lumbers around. And I remember... I remember uh, Leonard, you know, talking about shootouts. You know, at one point while he was in Chicago, uh, he said he wouldn't be mad. He wouldn't be mad if he was pulled in the tiebreaker round, in the shootout round. Peter DeBoer and VGK, they rely an awful lot on analytics, but I don't think that, uh, <laughs> that he would have thought about pulling Leonard 
for Laurent Brassois uh, to come up in a shootout. But DeBoer scrapped analytics when he called on Evgeny Dadanov as he came in to take the final shootout shot. And we're going to talk about all that coming your way next right here on the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for all the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together live like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of all the clutter, get rid of all the confusion, and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. Evgeny Dadanov has the hot stick. In three wins last week, the VGK winger scored an empty netter, the one that he stole, I know, from Keegan Kolasar. Okay, so no more bitterness this week. So he scores the empty netter. He scored the game-winning goal in Dallas. And Dodonov continued his streak by beating John Gibson with the forehand in the shootout on Friday as VGK's win streak is extended to three games. It was not long ago, and looking back at Dodonov's statistics, that the Russian import scored 81 goals in three seasons in Florida from 2017 to 2020. How does VGK come up with all these steals? Last season with Ottawa, during the shortened season, Dodonov had 13 goals in 55 games. Dodonov is here now in Las Vegas for his revival. And it couldn't happen at a better time. We have all these VGK injuries. Many of its stars are still sidelined. So after Nick Waugh tied the game on Friday night in the third round of the shootout, Peter DeBoer asked his assistant coach, Ryan Craig, who should shoot next. And DeBoer told the media afterwards that analytics had several players, several players ahead of Dodonov to send out onto the ice. But DeBoer said that Craig told him one thing, a major factor. Craig said Dodonov has scored goals in the previous two games. He's got the hot stick. Let him fly. Baseball managers take note. Don't rely mostly on analytics. And now we have NHL teams that have more data than ever before. If VGK relied entirely on analytics, they might have yanked Robin Leonard and his awful shootout record in the shootout rounds. By the way, how do they how do they track analytics in hockey? That's always amazed me with the way the game is so fast moving. In baseball, you can do it. It's so slow. But in the shootout period as well, the home team always opts to shoot second, and the home team usually wins, 
and that was the case on Friday night. But don't rely entirely on analytics. You could see the confidence that the Donoff is playing with currently. So they send Donoff out. He takes the fourth shootout shot following the Troy Terry failed attempt for the Ducks. And Dodonoff responds by getting the puck past John Gibson. Did you know that this was Evgeny Dodonoff's first shootout goal in 351 career games? Sometimes you just have to toss these analytics aside and you have to go with your gut feeling. And the 32-year-old Evgeny Dodonoff has responded well here in Las Vegas. Over the weekend, in case you missed it, the Golden Knights signing center, Michael Amadio, off of waivers on Saturday. He played just three games in Toronto this season, and Amadio will be taking Nolan Patrick's spot on the VGK roster. Patrick on the injured reserve list now, and Amadio will try to help VGK down Stone and Pacioretty and Tuck and Yanmark, and now Nolan Patrick. So they're going to be looking probably for even more help in Amadio. My guess would be he's not going to be with this team by the end of the season. You know, this is Las Vegas. This is the boxing capital of the world. So I do like to score hockey fights on the 10-point must system, and I'm going to do that all season long. We're going to do that with the Golden Knights. So on Friday night, on Friday night, we saw Keegan Colasar tangling with Anaheim's Josh Manson as they dropped the gloves. Kolasar is expected to be the new heavy, if you will, for the Golden Knights now that Ryan Reeves is gone. Kolasar ate at least two or three right hooks from the get-go for Manson. And then a maneuver that you don't see too often in hockey fights, Kolasar started to attack the body, the body snatcher, if you will. You very rarely see a hockey fight with a flurry of body shots. But that's where Kolasar scored most of his points on my 10-point must system. Manson to the head, Kolasar with the rare body attack. I score that fight 10 to 10. And I also hope that Kolasar's right hand is okay because he really seemed to be hurt, hurting his hand by punching to the body. He was clutching it when he went into the penalty box and he might have injured it on Manson's equipment. So the best part of the melee, I think that was overlooked. It took an Anaheim goal off the board. So the Ducks looked like they scored right as Kolasar and Matson were about to scrap. But the goal was never allowed. It was never allowed in the game. And there was another puck that got by Leonard, went past the red line. They reviewed it. They said it wasn't a goal. And so if you're the Ducks, man, you're probably still smarting about those two calls in the game. But in the, in the fight, Kolasar, man, go to the body, but then go back up top. He's got a good right hook. I was surprised he just went to the body. He might have hit some of the equipment of Josh Manson. Coming your way next when we return, VGK gets an early start in its four-game road trip. We will also take a look at the schedule for the upcoming month. Don't go away. Did you know that Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team? There are so many delicious flavors to choose from. 
Know what my favorite flavor is? It's strawberry. Strawberry built bars forever. It's really good and like all the flavors like salted caramel, cookies and cream, German chocolate, just to name a few, built bar flavors are the best tasting and they are healthy too. Check out some of the macros. 17 to 18 grams of protein with calories ranging from 130 to 180 and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Order today and you will get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15 and you will receive 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15, 15% off at Build Bar. Welcome back and thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. On Saturday, like many of you, I saw the David Pegnata tweet that the Golden Knights were already in Toronto, four days ahead of their game against the Maple Leafs as they kick off this four-game road swing. Pegnata reported that VGK general manager Kelly McCrimmon was on the guest list for the Detroit-Toronto game, maybe to scout. And Toronto isn't too far from Buffalo, where VGK is still courting Jack Eichel, according to several reports. The two constants in Las Vegas these days, Elvis sightings and Jack Eichel to VGK rumors. And the Golden Knights we also saw were practicing at the University of Michigan later on in the weekend, so maybe they can fit their 2020 draft pick Brendan Brisson into their suitcase, bring him back to Las Vegas. The sophomore Brisson has been on a very on a tear. He's very much been just taken over this season with the Wolverines. No telling why VGK went to Canada early, but they should be acclimated by Tuesday's faceoff against the Maple Leafs who come in having won back-to-backs a couple of straight games. It's the first meeting in a couple of years due to last year's pandemic. So VGK has four games coming up in six nights on this swing, including a back-to-back. So the schedule lays out like this. Tuesday at Toronto. Thursday at Ottawa. Saturday against the Canadians in Montreal. And on Sunday, an early game, 3 o'clock Pacific time, face-off in Detroit. I'm guessing we will see Robin Leonard in at least three of the four games. He's got a day off between starts for the most part. And perhaps Laurent Brissois on either Saturday against the Habs or on Sunday in Detroit. And following this very difficult road stretch, and hopefully there's no travel factors that come into play and weather concerns, VGK will return home for a six-game homestand as they take on the Kraken, the Wild, the Canucks, the Hurricanes, the Red Wings, and the Blue Jackets. Six straight at home. And then they head back out on the road after that. They will go to St. Louis and to Nashville before hosting Edmonton on November the 27th back at the Fortress. And so a very difficult schedule coming up in the month of November for the Vegas Golden Knights. First things first, the Golden Knights will be skating tomorrow in Toronto. Austin Matthews, John Tavares, Mitch Marner. Tuesday's game opens up the difficult uh, stretch as well for the Maple Leafs after VGK Toronto will be playing Tampa Bay and then Boston. 
man, that uh, Atlantic division is really tough. Four and, uh, four and four currently for Toronto in the Atlantic, and the Panthers already with 17 points. They're about to run away with things. They have an eight-point advantage over Toronto in that division already. And we will go more in-depth in the matchup as VGK takes on Toronto and the Maple Leafs coming up on tomorrow's show. Oh, yeah. We also saw the Kevin Weeks report that has the potential Jack Eichel trade to either the Golden Knights or now Calgary in the Flames. Calgary enters the conversation. We are still tracking the story. We are still tracking all of the rumors around it. And perhaps we'll have an update coming for up for you tomorrow on the show. And don't miss tomorrow's show with the VGK Toronto preview. Now, make your second listen, Locked on Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Culler leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day for you to be the expert of your fantasy league. It is all free and it is available on all platforms. We thank you all for tuning in. I'm Tony Cardasco for Locked On Golden Knights.